SOP. We also got sweets in the building. Yep. And we also, of course, of course, couldn't do the show without her. Oh, no. The lovely. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Funny looking. <laughs> but you're very curvy. Depending on what day you catch me. Depending on what day you catch me. We got Nessa in the building. <laughs> give it up, give it up. Yeah, hey, we got everybody. Nessa here. Welcome back, all of our first-time listeners, our faithful listeners, and maybe those last-time listeners that are just hanging on. Keep hanging. Tie a knot. Keep hanging. Please do. All my Detroiters know about that. Please do. Please do. We got a special show for y'all this evening. Uh, this is our holiday show. Woo, woo, woo. Happy holidays. So we're going to get into... Uh, we're going to get into a couple of, um, you know, gifts you might want to give your cigar enthusiasts out there. Um, you know, maybe we can come up with a couple parents or something or just give y'all some ideas to uh, kind of lead you on the right direction for your, you know, just in case you don't know what to get a cigar enthusiast, you know, so. Absolutely. We're here to help you out a little bit. and Let us help you. Points. Yeah. Let, let us, us help you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Sweets, what you smoking on tonight? I'm smoking on the La Galeria. It's not roll off my tongue right, but yeah, uh, Maduro. Because you don't use your tongue enough either. <laughs> but then again, well, you um, probably do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I made that probably do. But I think my tongue might be tired, so that's why I can't get it to roll off right. But you know, it's, it's yeah, all first good. it was a stroke that was tired. Now it's his tongue. But whatever you would to each his own. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nessa? Miss Nessa. I am. You looking all extra special with the red sweater on and shit, looking all you. festive and shit. Thank you. You know, gotta you know come saying? in and bring got it the, in right. Got the little snowman hat on and shit. You <laughs> That's know what what's mean? up. That's how we get you know down. I mean? Come here looking like the gift. Okay. Because I, <laughs> because I am, I am the gift that keeps on giving. A word. <coughs> Speaking of gifts that keep on giving, let's talk about these Christmas, the Christmas gift that you got us. Aww. Because you're the gift that keeps on giving, yeah. and you gave us these nice uh, snifters that we are getting a lot of use out of. Um, Those are facts. Kane is just about in the building. Uh oh. Just about. Uh oh. Let me scooch over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and these are personalized snifters too, so you know. Um, they are. This was a very very nice gift. You know, what I'm saying that's what's up. Mm-hmm. I spared yeah. no expense on my call. Get out, Kane. Yeah, but um, too late. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, yeah, you don't, you bought the coquito over. Yes, yes, and yes. it's delicious. So shout out to who, Donna? Donna, yes. Donna. Shout out yeah. to Donna. We appreciate you, Donna, because uh, 
We are definitely getting turned turned up um, thanks to you. Yes, she um, made us some uh, homemade coquito. And for our listening audience out there, that is a Puerto Rican eggnog. And mm. Donna does hers special because I am quickly learning that is um, the custom that is homemade. So it is now the way she does hers, and I'm sure you know, families and, and regions and traditions probably vary, but the one that she does is, um, it's a blend of five different rums. Mm, so you oh. got your 151. Mm, okay. Um, I put it, we put in Kraken. We put in, mm. uh, Captain Morgan. You put some crack in there? Okay. That's I didn't say crack. Oh. That's why it tastes so damn good. Oh. No, it's Kraken rum. At least the Kraken. Absolutely. <laughs> that is like my favorite rum. It just, you know, goes great. It's really smooth. It's got a nice sweetness to it. Um, you must not have had rums of copper yet. No, I have not. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, is that the one that you brought that uh, weekend? No, that was, um, oh, Flor de Cana. That one was real yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Excellent. bottle got crushed it. Yeah, like real for real. Yes, and I did add the extra ED on that for crushed all of my mm-hmm. um, English majors. I said crushed it because mm-hmm. that's that how good you, it was. That means you meant serious business. Oh yeah, it was it was on on now. Business, one. not business. Business. Bitness. Yeah. Business for <laughs> sure. But um, it's five different rums. Mm-hmm. Um, evaporated milk. Sweetened condensed milk, coconut milk, coconut cream, um, regular eggnog, and um, already spiked eggnog. And you just kind of mix it up and you just let it sit. And there's so much alcohol in it, it does not go bad. Mm. <laughs> so um, it, has been, it is like my new holiday favorite. It, mm. is, it is awesome. Where Donna live at? She live in Atlanta? Yeah, she lives uh, up there with me in Decatur, where it's greater. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. Like to pay her a visit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you say that you're smoking a Java Mint? I am. Um, it, it has those. It's in, Is this one infused? Don't make me lie. No, it's not infused. Not infused. But um, it does, thank you. It has the distinct notes of uh, cocoa and um, coffee. So I am a Cafe Mocha fan. So to get that nice blend, um, smooth smoke, and even when you get down to the nub, well, I learned I had my learned my little tip from uh, Ness to blow out and kind of blow through the cigar so you don't get that bitter taste on the end. So uh, new skill, yay me! Mm-hmm. So wait, who didn't talk about their cigar? Oh, I did. Uh, yeah. What, what, I, what you what you smoking on? I'm actually I was smoking on my uh, pipe um, with some um, Captain Black tobacco, cherry tobacco, but uh, I just fire. I'm about to fire up a um, a uh, what did I say I was gonna fire up? I don't know. Don't make me. No, you didn't, you didn't tell us. You said he's gonna fire up a cigar, but you didn't say what. I thought was. I said what it was. Melania V. Oh yeah, yeah, Melania V. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. So I'm probably going to fire up a Melania OV. Uh, like I said, y'all got to excuse me. Um, been You've been hitting a the poquito hours. a little bit too hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and I'm actually about to uh, see what this, um, what is this, monkey shoulder or some shit? What is this? <laughs> you 
Blueprint. <laughs> St. George. St. George brandy with absinthe in it. Yes. Yeah. So I'm about to, about to pour me up a little bit of that. Now this Ain't one. Like yes, it's a um, anise flavored uh, brandy. And um, for all of you liquor enthusiasts, if you're familiar with absinthe, it was a, um, a popular drink in the 20s and 30s. And you kind of poured it over a sugar cube and um, it um, has <coughs> opium, opium in it, if memory serves. And um, it is really intense. Now, does this one have opium? I make no promises, so I tell no lies. <laughs> but um, you about to find out. If, if that one is, yeah, that'll put hair on your chest. That is, that is not for a lightweight. Yeah. Absolute facts. No doubt. That's all right. I don't mind a little hair on my chest. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be interesting. You pouring in the same glass that you had the coquito in? Oh yeah, somebody's oh, wow. not driving. Yeah, <laughs> hey. I'm already home. It's, there yeah, you go. It's about to be on. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm drinking a glass of wine with my cigar. Uh, Rama Darby. Um, bourbon bourbon barrel uh, wine. It's a uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. So it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. So that one's a red. Yep, it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am sticking with the holidays. Look Ooh. at that. The busting that chest. It's burning. Ooh. It's burning it out. But it tastes like licorice, black licorice. Yep. That's that anise flavor, which is absolutely delicious. Ooh. I am sticking with the holiday favorite of mine, the coquito. And yeah, my glass will never be empty. That's all I can say. I heard that. <laughs> So, um, you know, since this is a Christmas edition, what are y'all favorite Christmas memories? Wow, Christmas memories. Mm -hmm. mm. For me, um, it's uh, Christmas when my when my dad was around. Um, my dad passed when I was eight, mm. but um, oh, thank you. But um, it was those Christmases when. You know, we know they wrapped all the presents and it was still, you know, trying to make you still believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. And, you know, me and my sisters, we would come down. And for me, the best part of Christmas was the stocking. Because okay. back then, and I'm probably dating myself. Um, You're dating yourself? I am. I'm dating really? myself. I will not tell my age. Well, I will tell my age because I'm not ashamed of it. But you know, Dennis Robin dated himself. He ended up marrying himself. He did. After he dated and they ain't even date that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can't love yourself, I mean, you know, who can you love? How long have you been dating yourself? All my life. Oh, okay. <laughs> she said then, she's in love too. Absolutely, absolutely in love with me. Mm -hmm. You know, if I don't love me, who will? True that. Absolute. Oh, I know somebody who will. <laughs> mm -mm, that's another show with a whole lot more liquor. But um, oh boy, did she talk about in the last show that was from jail that had, been, know, had right? two life sentences? Oh, see, you tell one story, you tell one story, and here we go. Um, but uh, it was just getting that Christmas stocking because you know we would get the we would get. Uh, these huge oranges from Florida. At that time, our neighbors, they were snowbirds. I live, uh, I'm from Detroit. So as most northerners know, you go down south for the winter and then you come back. Well, we would always 
get the mail of our neighbor's house and you know just look out for them and they would always send a crate of oranges and grapefruits from florida hmm. okay. so we would always get some of those oranges in our stocking and that for me was like just the best part because you know it'd be those huge navel oranges like the size yeah. of a softball yeah oh my gosh yeah. just yeah. Yeah. great and we'd have you know just fresh uh, citrus we'd get grapefruits and oranges some lemons and limes and we'd have those all winter long mm-hmm. so that for me that was like the best part of Christmas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about you sweet my fond memory um, the first time I got my mountain bike my pops bought it for me and it was decked out with the headlights, the taillights, you know, all that good stuff. So, but yeah, that was mine. Yeah, I got my first mountain bike. And that that was one of my, you know, saying, like, my, Did, my did you build the ramp? You know how you built the ramp with the plywood and the bricks? Oh, like, I, you was I, evil yeah, Knigga. I mean, we, we, evil yeah, Knievel. Evil Knigga, really? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's coquito. That's the coquito. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you no, I wasn't getting on um, a mountain bike on the ramps. How old uh, were you? I might have been twelve or thirteen. But yeah, that, that was my first one because I mean it was a nice bike. It was a real nice bike. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it was decked out with the lights, tail lights, headlights. I might have had a horn on there too. Oh, that's what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So um that that, that was cool. Yeah, that that was cool. It's dope. What, what about, about you, Ness? First time you sat on Santa's lap? For me? <laughs> for me, uh. Leave it to sweets to the turn one, the holidays. The one Christmas I can really, really remember is, um, I used to be a really big Michael Jackson fan, and I remember when Thriller came out. Ah. So you so, sat on Michael's lap. So, my. That's a whole nother documentary. <laughs> so, uh, no. Um,. So, uh, so uh, my mom got me a thriller jacket. I thought I was doing a damn thing. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was doing the shit. You know Did what you I'm get saying? The one glove too. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. Yeah, and the glittery socks. I didn't have glittery socks, but I did have the one glove. Okay. It wasn't the the glitter glove, but it was just one glove. You know what I'm hey. saying? Because we didn't have that much money, so my brother had the other. But yeah, uh, yeah, I can remember having that thriller jacket. I was in the third grade, so I was probably about nine years old, probably. Oh wow, that's awesome! With a with, with a slick thriller jacket, like I was, you know what I'm saying? Like I was for real, Michael Jackson, and like I said before, I had a little S curl and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not saying the jacket. Okay, yeah, yeah he S-curl. did have the S curl. Yeah, yeah. You know that mean? was that was before the Pepsi incident, or was it after the Pepsi incident? Before. It was before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, those were the days. That was my most memorable, most memorable Christmas. But did you ask a tradition? Was that what the question that you no, asked? No, I said, "What was your most memorable Christmas?" But oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, what's up with the um, Christmas traditions? Well, now that you're an adult and you have a family, well, like, what tradition do you have, like, with your family? What's the one thing that y'all do, like, every Christmas? Well, I know when I was younger, we would uh, we would wake up at like. 12 o'clock, you know what I'm saying, to open up our gifts. You know what I'm saying, at midnight, to open up our gifts. But, uh, so, we, um, that's what we would do, 12 o'clock. But now, we don't do that, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, my wife, she didn't, you know what I'm saying, they didn't do that when she was coming up, you know what I'm saying, so when everybody just wake up. Okay. You know what I'm saying, you know, the, you know, kids, they don't know, no, well, actually, what, what it is, is we wait for her brother and her sister her brother and sister uh, to uh, to come into town because they go with her family first, 
and then they come with us on on you know Christmas morning or whatnot. Okay. So we wait for them to get in town, and then we open our gifts. So it's usually right about like nine o'clock, ten okay. o'clock in that in the morning. That's awesome. That's cool. That's awesome. What about you, Mrs. So for us, um, the tradition that started in our family, we grew up Catholic, so you went to midnight mass. And um, I would always chomp at the bit, be like, Ma, you know, it's Christmas Eve. Can we open one present? How about just a little one? Can I look at my stocking? Can I see what's under? Come on, Ma, something, something. And she'd be like, no, no. You have to wait till after midnight mass because you went to mass, you know, at like 10 o'clock. So by the time you got done with mass and service and eggnog and all of that, when you got home, technically it was Christmas. So I'm like, but Ma, it's after midnight, it's Christmas. So she would like, I think basically like just to shut me the hell up. She let you open one? Like the littlest one, like mm-hmm. one present. And um, then, you know, we'd have to go like straight to bed. So with my, with my boys, um, we would, I would let them, I would always let them open that one present. Because mm-hmm. I know it was like murder for me. So I'd let them open one and then, you know, we'd have to save the rest because my family is spread out. You know, um, at that time, I was in Minnesota. My sister, no, I was in Chicago. My one sister was in Minneapolis and my other sister was in Detroit. So we would like, this was before FaceTime, so we would conference call. We would three-way call. Mm-hmm. And like, we would all open our gifts together over the phone. So that way we would, you know, kind of be close and so now it's no. it's evolved to you know FaceTime, and so we all open our gifts together. Let's go. What about some sweets? Um, Christmas tradition. Well, we, we do open one gift at um, twelve o'clock on Christmas Day, or oh, yes, in the morning. You know, yeah. Um, also, um, yeah. Um, also, we decorate the tree. You know, what I'm saying, and we make sure that my son he always puts the top on the tree. Okay. Like that, you know what I'm saying? So that's a you know, same tradition. That, that's something that he likes. Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's about it. So just like decorating a tree and open up a gift at Christmas. Okay, yeah. that's what's up. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's cool. You ever got, you ever, did you always get what you asked for for Christmas? I never really asked for much. So I can say, yeah. I was a simple child. Um, so I pretty much got, you know, same guy would ask for. What about you? Um, it's kind of a mixed bag. I think as a little kid, absolutely. But when I got to be like a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, I came about when, you know, designer stuff was like really coming out, you know, Guess and Used and all of those other brands and all of that. And I was like, I want this. And I, my mom was not a, like a brand name shopper. She mm-hmm. was like, you'll look nice, but I ain't going broke, you know, buying you some some high end designer foolishness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I got pretty much mostly everything, but you know, those high end top. Yeah, she was like, yeah, it's a wrap on that shit. No, you need to get a job if you want that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Ness? Um, yes, uh, yeah, I, I pretty, I, I did pretty much for the most part, um, but it was more like, I would get, we would all, we would always get one thing that we asked for. And, right. Uh, so like, I can remember one time, I can remember one time I was riding home, uh, on the bus and I seen this guy, um, on a unicycle 
Yeah. And so he riding around on the unicycle, and I hurried home like, Mom, I'm on a unicycle. And I'm nonchalantly played it off like, Boy, why do you want a unicycle? I'm like, Because I think it looks cool. I seen the guy doing it, you know what I'm saying? It looked cool. She ain't think nothing of it. And this was probably like October, September. So enough, everybody opened all their Christmas gifts up, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting there and I barely had any Christmas gifts. And you know what I'm saying? My mom could see that I'm pouting. But she just ignored me. You know, she tried to play like she ignored me. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Because I got a, I got another brother and three sisters. Okay. So all they opening up all their gifts and whatnot, you know. And finally, I, I and you know, you know, all during this time, I might have opened up like two or three gifts. Okay. And I'm like, you know, like all the gifts was gone. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing else for me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm thinking, but I didn't say it. Right. And then all of a sudden, my mom was like. What's wrong? You know what I'm saying? She called me by my nickname, which I'm not going to say on air. But she's like, you know, what's wrong? I'm like, you know, nothing. You know what I'm saying? But she could see I was pouting. I'm about to cry. She was like, go over there and hand me that sheet over there. So right next to the tree, there was a sheet just laying there, like up against the tree. And I didn't even think nothing of it. I went and I grabbed the sheet. When I grabbed the sheet, I pulled the sheet and my unicycle was put together up under the sheet. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, so. So you rode the unicycle? Uh, like three times. <laughs> like three times. I'm about to say, how many times did you bust your ass? Yeah, that's what I was Like three times, but my mom was like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You asked for it, that's on you. You know what I mean? Like, but you know, my mom was one of the people like, she would never buy the same thing twice. So like, if I asked for a racetrack, she would be like, all right, she give me that racetrack. But she would never buy the same, buy it again later on. Right, okay. I feel you. So she was like, you know, I got you, you know what I'm saying? You wanted this unicycle. That's kind of like a bike. You'll never get a bike. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what you asked for. That's what you got. So if you would ask for a bike, you might have got a bike. You know what I'm saying? But you, you asked, asked for a unicycle. unicycle. You asked for one wheel, so that's what you got. <laughs> so, We're done here. Practice up, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and yeah, Bailey. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Get, get, get your career together. So, so did yeah. you bust your ass? Of course. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, of course. Of course. I have no idea what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's part, that's part of how it goes. Wow. Absolute facts. That is hilarious. How does cigar treat you, though? Ah, treat me real well. Treat is it? me real well. Still getting the chocolate and stuff in there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that job is good. It's all, it, I, that's the one thing I like about the job. It's got that flavor all the way through. Because, like, you know, some, some cigars... You know, you start smoking them and they'll, you know what I'm saying, start to change, you know what I'm saying, as right. you get further in. But that Java, them Javas, like the Java mint is really, really good if you like mint and chocolate. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds yummy. It's kind of like you, you know what I'm saying, eating a peppermint patty naked, but ah, it's cool though. What about yours, sweet? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm enjoying This is my first time having this one, so I'm getting into it. Um, checking it out. Cigar yeah, tax. Cigar tax. As uh, you know. Checking it out with the, with the wine. It, it's cool. I need to try it with the St. George brandy that's flavored with the absinthe. Yeah. So I'm gonna um, check that out. Yeah, that smells nice. nice. Yeah, that that uh, yeah, that that, that that's pretty good. You should you should accidentally leave that here. <laughs> mm-hmm. What you gonna do for it? Huh? I said, what you gonna do for it? Well, what you want me to do, Big Daddy? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> this is about to become a YouTube channel. <laughs> 
That's a pass a bottle over here, man. What you I'm showing tickets. <laughs> what you trying to do for it? Oh, <laughs> I do a trick or two. Wait, um, wait, wait. Let me make sure my phone is charged so I can get all this on camera. No, you're not holding the camera. You know what you own. No, I'm holding the camera. <laughs> we have already discussed this. I hold the camera. Y'all do whatever y'all gonna do. I got some pictures for sale. Nah, you, <laughs> you already know what you hold. Well, it's all fun and games till somebody gets blackmailed. What you gonna be holding? Danger. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Safe, me, baby. Safe me. So. But yeah, uh, but yeah, so what we gonna what we gonna talk about tonight? Speaking of which, did I tell you how good you look tonight? Why, thank you. Try to be a little bit. I wish I could see her. Well, we're gonna, we gonna post some pictures of this time. You know what I'm saying? Because we're it's not often that we get to be all three together like this. So we definitely gonna post some pictures of Nessa. You know what I'm saying? And so y'all can get a look at her because everybody's been asking about Nessa. Nessa, 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 <laughs> Nessa, Nessa. Is she single? Yeah. Can I get her number? You know what I'm saying? Even though I give out her number on every show. Please. You know what I'm saying? Everybody keeps asking about Nessa, but I will tell you, she looks especially nice tonight. She's wearing a nice little red shirt, you know what I'm saying? Aww. Some tight black leggings and shit. She got the apple bottom jeans and the boots with the fur on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean? You know never a slacker. Never a slacker when it comes to fashion. Yeah, yeah she's been drinking a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, hit me up later. I'll give you a number for real. 444 <laughs> Ninety three eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up with some more coquito. I, I definitely will. Hold that for me, please. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So yeah, we're gonna uh, get into um, our uh, itinerary. I guess what you whatever you want to call it tonight. Yes. Yes. Um, we're gonna talk to y'all about um, you know some cigar um, some some favorite cigars that some of our listeners have uh, reached out to us to tell us about. Thank you, thank you. Who we got first? Um, go ahead, Sweets, because you have... Yes, uh, Mr. Demetrius. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Demetrius, he likes the Macanoodle Black Inspirado. He's like, you know, saying, with the aroma that it produces and the flavors, that is my go-to, my favorite stick. So we appreciate that input, Mr. Demetrius. Woo-hoo. Shout out to Demetrius. What's up? Yeah. What up, Demetrius? Demetrius. Demetrius Bowden. That's my guy right there. Yep. Little he, Papa uh, Smurf. You said what? Papa Smurf? Papa Smurf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a very interesting story about that that I'll love to hear later. <laughs> he's short and he's wise, so I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching none Yeah, of that. Who, who, who you got, Nessa? I have... Um, Mr. Mark Christmas from Hot Ashes uh, Cigar Lounge in Riverdale. That is like my go-to spot for all my cigar needs. Um, wonderful staff, everybody's personable. Um, and those brothers are absolutely passionate about what they do. Um, his favorite is the Tabernacle. And um, he he says he likes it because of the size, so it's um, that Churchill size cigar, mm-hmm. and um, it has it's a strong smoke, and it has great peppery notes. So that is like his absolute go-to cigar. 
in the tabernacle, um, like I said before, that's um, got the guy um, Haile Selassie on there, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, who's actually the 225th emperor of Ethiopia. Ah. Um, there's a long story behind him uh, and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that, you know, we'll have to get Mama into. Oh, Ooh, that's not good. That we'll have to get into another time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that tabernacle, that's, that's uh, as a matter of fact, that's usually on the top 25, actually. Is it? Okay. Yeah, the top, the top, and it should be. It's a really good one. I actually have a couple in there. I might pull that one out now that we mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a good but, stick. but uh, I want to give a shout out to Chris Parham. Can't read my sloppy writing. I cannot. His favorite, <laughs> his favorite cigar. I guess it's the Trey Salinas. Yes. Uh, Cuba's La Nick. Cubana. Oh, oh, Cubana La Negro. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. What, I know what cigar that is. Yeah, but uh, oh, that that's that's actually a really nice cigar. Also, um, well, it's a Cuba, it's a Cuban cigar. So to me, Cubans have a distinct flavor mm -hmm. um, that I really really like. Um, so for the most part, uh, I I don't think I've had a Cuban that I didn't like. Although I do know of a couple people who didn't like. Um, there was one that they didn't like. I can't think of the name of it, um, but they talk about it all the time. It'll come to me in a few. Okay. But um, I know it's not the Gurkhas. No, no, that. it's Cuban. It's Cuban. It's Cuban. It's Cuban. Um, but it'll come to me. I don't know why it's not coming to me right now. Oh, I know. Because you've been drinking too much. Because Kane is in the building. Oh Kane Jesus! Is here. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always somewhere trying to end the end the show early. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to um, Chris Parham uh, for uh, hitting us up. Um, you know, leave us a message on our uh, SOP podcast page or our Smoke One podcast um, Instagram page, or you can personally hit us up at. Uh, Big Ness 33 on Instagram, um, Queen Nessa 1971. Yep. On Instagram and T Gaston. Yep. Terrence on Gaston Instagram. On Instagram. Yep. Yeah, and we'll All definitely we'll definitely respond back. You can always uh, leave us a message on the uh, SOP podcast on Facebook, and we'll definitely get y'all back. Absolutely, absolutely, um, and we want to thank um, we want to thank Chris, Demetrius, and uh, Mark for uh, giving us such great cigar selections. Mm -hmm. um, I will definitely be uh, trying uh, at least one of the three. Um, I'm not sure which one yet. Um, since I do have a birthday coming up, hint, hint, yeah. hint, hint, no hint, hint, hint. Yeah, that's hey, so just to let y'all know, uh, we looking at uh, January 17th. Uh, 20, you remember? Yeah, is it the 17th? It is the 17th. Yeah, my, shit, see, my shit is always right sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, my shit is always right I'll sometimes. I'll be 26. 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Queens yeah. are born in January. So, Absolute facts. So, uh, yeah, you know, so if any one of y'all want to reach out to Nesta, you know what I'm saying? That's a good way to, you know what I'm saying? Get on the good side. You know what I mean? Just slide her DM. Yeah. Y'all just love that phrase. In 2020, we're going to get a new one. I'm just saying. She like it for you to slide in her DM, so you know what I mean? Get at her. But uh, yeah, um, you know, uh, <laughs> December, I mean, January 17th, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Give her the phone number again? Yeah. 440 
made everybody wear elf hats in our holiday gear. So, you know. Yeah, if you if you could see me right now, you think I look like a weirdo with this elf hat on, but you know, we do it all for her. That's right. You're gonna wear that damn hat and Absolutely. like it with a smile <laughs> on the inside. Absolute facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, all, we actually do a um, we actually with the uh, Smoke Bros or whatnot this um, group that um, uh, Sweets and I have. Um, we have this group called Smoke Bros where we do a gift exchange every year, like a Secret Santa gift exchange. That's so what up. we do is like day after Thanksgiving, which that, that used to be a family tradition of ours where we would, um, you know, as we got old enough to, you know, actually buy gifts, we would put our, put everybody's name in a hat and each person would reach down in there and grab a name and whosoever name you got that's who you bought a gift for and that's kind of like what we do you know what i'm saying for the smoke bros we reach in the hat you know pull out a name and each mm-hmm. of us got a name you know what i'm saying that we got to give out i'm not going to tell who i have right now you know what i'm saying because they do listen to the podcast and i don't no know. spoiler alert yeah no, no, no spoilers no spoilers no, no, that not. reminded me of um another christmas tradition that we would do mm-hmm. um when um it was me and my sisters and my mom you know my mom would always give us you know money to uh go buy gifts for each of our sisters i'm the youngest of three so um you know we'd all go christmas shopping together and we'd have you know x amount of dollars and we had to get a gift for each of our sisters and what we would always do is you know we'd get a gift for our sisters but then we would always hold back a little bit of money so we could get something for our mom and i just that just kind of reminded me of that with a secret santa you know that we would always pull together whatever we had to get our mom something and um those were those are really good times definitely really good times and i you know and i kept that tradition going with my sons that um that i would give them christmas money and uh they would always you know you know, set something a little aside and then they'd always get me something. So that was cool seeing some of the crazy gifts that I got over the years from my boys. But those are good times, absolutely. No doubt. No, that's cool. Yeah, Christmas, that is like one of my favorite holidays. Um, It's a time for me to kind of give back and bless people that, you know, saying, um, or... Yeah, you know, since since I've been blessed, I can bless other people. Right, you know, kind of pay it forward type, you know, yeah. deal. Absolutely. Um, so over the holidays, or you know, do you do you guys do any type of uh, community service for the holidays, or you know, a you know, pet project that gives back? What do you guys do? Yeah, actually, um, we do. So we have a we get in touch with um, I guess like a social service and they give us a family who can't buy gifts or they can't get the gifts they would like to for their kids and um, you know we buy gifts for the whole household so this up. year yeah we're giving gifts to a family um, and we can provide them with some food too that's you know tomorrow saying? right that's tomorrow mm-hmm. okay yeah so yeah we, we definitely gonna do that and um, I'm looking forward to that that's what's up yeah I know this year um one of the uh our co- my co-workers at uh jonesboro high school 
they uh, started a diaper drive for um, okay. single mothers and new mothers that, um, you know, really, you know, can't afford, you know, things. And um, what we uh, what we did, they did is they uh, asked for diaper donations. Hmm. So when I was out grocery, every time that I'm out grocery shopping, um, I decide if I if I walk down the baby aisle, then I'm gonna buy a pack of diapers. Yeah, no, she's so absolutely, yeah, and um, especially for somebody who ain't got it. Right, yeah. and I, you know, and I would try to just get like you know different sizes, and you know, cause you know we all have children, so you know babies, yeah, pooping machines. Mm-hmm. So you, that is one thing you are always gonna need our diapers. So and wipes, absolutely. So, you know, that was my contribution. Like, every time I go grocery shopping, I might not be able to buy that big 50-pack, but, you know, if every week I can get that small... Hold on. Uh, he was trying to take his cigar back, and I did not tax him properly, so... Right. Tax, 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 tax. That's tax like the government. Like the government. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I would just buy a small pack every week. And you know, and that can like you know really add up and you know spread that spread that love absolutely. That's good. That's good. So what do you do to give back during the holiday seasons, Mister Ness? Well, we kind of in the same uh, sweets and I kind of in the same uh, organization, so to speak. Uh-huh. So uh, we're all involved in that. We also do a. Uh, I've been involved in toy drives um, with my job or whatnot. Uh, that's something that I've done for a while, um, um, because you know, uh, I mean, you know, we all just, you know, if we think about it, we all just a few paychecks from being homeless, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So, I think the giving back has always been, you know what I'm saying, like one of the things that's always been at the top of my mind. So, absolutely, absolute good um, things. Yeah, uh, always try to give back. Um, yeah, but what else we have on the docket this evening? Um. Let's see. Oh, 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 oh. Speaking of foolishness, and we weren't, but we, we are if now. If that's the segue you want to use, we can roll with that's, that. That's what I got, and that's what we're going with. <laughs> um, that uh, talk show host in Colorado. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? So, clearly he's a Republican. Okay. And... You know, folks just be just getting willy-nilly freestyle with, with the lips and what they say. And um, I guess to have a, uh, a diversion from all this impeachment stuff that's been going on, he decides to say that, oh, looks like, you know, if we had a, a school shooting, that would be a diversion for the Republicans. Mm. And um, apparently it's a talk show with him and his wife and the wife was like like yo we no don't 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 say that she but the cat was out the bag down the street and got run over Mm. because they was like you're fired Mm. wow (laughs) yeah somebody got common sense out the household one person but how do you feel about him making that statement though in Colorado, like home of Columbine and and other mass shootings, like right. you insensitive fuck. I mean, it's and that's the nicest thing I can say. It's insensitive, but do you think that sometimes 
um, things are thrown into the media as a diversion. Because I think that that's what he was trying to get at. Oh, absolutely. I think that that's what he was trying to get at. He probably, you know what I'm saying, put it out there the wrong way. But I think that what he was trying to say is, you know, we need a diversion to get away from, you know what I'm saying, or... Okay, but I mean, and I get that you want to try to throw a diversion, but I'm sorry. You know, certain things are, 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 are just too soon or too sensitive to talk about. And I'm in, in, you know, school shootings, man. Yeah, that's uh-uh. that one, you know, that's that's children. You know what I'm saying? That's that's children that are that's that's adults that never thought that they would have to go to school and, and face something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's some parents nightmare to send a little kid to school. That's all parents. Nightmare. You know. Yeah, I said some. You're right. That's all parents. Mm. Um, you send your child to school thinking that you know they're gonna come home and they never come home. Mm-hmm. You just can't. You just can't throw that out there like that. That's like so disrespectful. Yeah, like I said, it was. I mean, I think that I think that the intention was basically. Uh, I mean, because I, I so you think about the. Um, you think about, uh, again, we're going to go back to something that happened on The Breakfast Club where Dr. Umar was talking about um, Meek Mill and Bill Cosby. Right. He was mm. basically saying that, you know, they couldn't be in jail at the same time because of, because of Philadelphia being, you know, one of the biggest, you know, cities for incarceration or whatnot. Uh, so he was like, you know, they kind of threw a diversion out there so that, you know... Uh, it wouldn't be so focused on. And right. I think that for me, like, I think that that's kind of like what he was trying to say. Like, you know, I wouldn't, like, I took it as him saying, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if something just happened to pop up. You know what I'm saying? At this right. particular time. That's how I took it. Um, yeah, it was probably insensitive. I mean, it was definitely insensitive for him to say it like that. But I think I kind of understood what he was saying. Oh, I, abs- I absolutely understood what he was saying. But the example that he used, he couldn't have picked a worse example. And if you love the Republican Party so much, it's ready. It's, it it cost you your job. Well, then you know, you 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 achieved your goal. So I hope the Republicans are not gonna pay your salary because that radio show ain't no more. Because yeah, you just it's it's just it's just inappropriate. I get what you were trying to do. But you executed you executed it very very poorly, yeah. and because of that that poor example or poor analogy, it cost you your job, and it should have. Yeah. I you know I I don't have sympathy, but shots out to the wife for trying to derail that train wreck, mm-hmm. and you just steamrolled that puppy on. Absolutely, like. Mm. So, at least she still got a job. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, since y'all brought up this school shooting, um, Newtown School, which was a victim of school shooting, I think last week, their school just won the high school um, football championship on the day that that that, uh, mass shooting happened. So I guess it was, I don't know, how long was that ago? Seven years ago? I think so. Seven years. So anniversary, they they actually you know just to give the 
town just a little bit of something, you know, saying a little bit of hope. Right. On, on that particular day, you know what I'm saying? Because I know that still weighs heavy on, on a lot of people. Absolutely. And, um, so, yeah, they won a championship, you know, saying on that day. So, you know, shots out for that school just to give this school, you know, saying something to smile about on that grim day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolute facts. Look at you, the ray of sunshine. Try to be, you know. That's so awesome. Yeah. And your little elf hat. Just all festive. Just so festive today. So I went to my favorite store, the dollar store. (laughs) And I bought everyone, well, I bought them elf hats. And, you know, since I am the queen, I got a. Snowman. A, a snowman Tierra. Exactly. A snowman, snowman Tierra. Tierra. I couldn't have said it better. Well, that's what I do. I have a way with words. You absolutely do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, what else we got on the docket? Um, speaking of justice, um, Aaron Dean, the officer that shot a Tatiana Jefferson, um, indicted for murder. Um, oh, that's that um, shooting that happened in October, right? Where mm-hmm. somebody had called for a welfare check because her um, her front door was open or something like that. So somebody had called, you know, worried about her. Um, so the police came and I guess they were trying to check out the house. Um, and they just went around the back, saw her um, from the outside. Look, I mean, they was looking through the window and shot her like right in front of her nephew or whatnot. Yeah, without a word, no warning, yeah. no announcement, nothing. Just yeah, it, you know, and it, they was trying to make it to where like she was pointing a weapon at them because they found a gun in the house. Mm-hmm. But you still supposed to announce yourself so they can know how to operate and act. Yeah, you outside the window. What's she supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She's a woman. You know what I'm saying in the house by herself, or you yeah, know, with her, just her nephew, like yeah. eight year old nephew, as you said. And he could have got shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm glad they they brought them, you know, saying brought up charges, and it's kind of crazy that they expect a regular civilian to act appropriately, and the officers can't. Right. Not all of them, you know, saying so. We're not saying all officers do that. You know, we're not trying to put that out there. Right. But you're still supposed to be trained to in those situations to know how to operate so that situations like this don't occur. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I am just, I'm tired of the narrative. I'm, I'm tired of, uh, of, of just you know, our, our people just getting you know, losing their lives over foolishness, and and it's bad enough the incident happened. Then you add insult to injury with, you know, little to no justice for the person that lost their life. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the officer gets a leave without pay or a suspension or a slap on the wrist. I, I'm, you know, I, I feel sorry for his, their, the officer's families because, you know, that it's a hard situation. But I feel sorry for, you know, the Jefferson family. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost, you know, a loved one. You know, and so many others, you know. But um, I think we're starting to see the tide starting to turn that, um, you know, that more and more police officers are getting indicted. And I think that's a good step. 
but I think what would be even a better step is that they handle these situations appropriately and nobody has to go to court and nobody has to lose their life or job or, you know, put a black mark on, um, on the police. Cause like you said, it's not all of them. It's not, no. you know, but we all know the saying, you know, a couple of bad apples yeah. can spoil a whole bunch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it puts a black eye on law enforcement that's out here just to protect the public. And it shouldn't be that way. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. Um, and I guess kind of streamlining on, on the subject a little bit. Now, you know, we had um, Centonia Brown. She was a girl who was sex trafficked. She was, um, I won't call her a prostitute, but she was out there hustling, you know, saying, you know, with sex and whatnot. So she got put on trial for murder. Um, I think for what? Um, because she murdered the guy she was... Um, oh, you talking about the one that just got out of jail? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we got that. Now we got another girl who's 16, and she murdered her sex trafficker. So they're trying to put her in jail for life. I'm like, how can you do that to somebody who's being abused and everything else? I mean, that's wrong on so many occasions like okay what you expect this person to do just keep taking it well it's self-defense to me i mean if you have kidnapped me and you're forcing me into doing something and i break free and in the process you get killed well if you hadn't tried to kidnap me and make me a sex slave i wouldn't have had to kill you yeah i'm just and maybe that's an oversimplification but but that's the logic in my book you know had you not done that then you'd still be alive yeah and kudos for her for rising up and 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 saving herself yeah but i think then it's you know what i'm saying like it boils down to do the ends justify the means you know what i'm saying um when it comes to my life hell yeah uh I mean, yeah, but I mean, if you look at that, then if you think that that's cool, then on the other hand, on the backhand side, you also got to think about you you can't, you know what I'm saying, necessarily knock the cops who, the, the police officers that um, get into these situations and because they're saying the same thing, that it's, it's either my life or theirs. Okay, and, and I see what you're saying, but... How was Asiana Jefferson threatening that officer's life? You see what I'm saying? How, like, the brother that was in his own apartment and the officer came and, and shot him, how was he threatening? You know, that, 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 that whole concept of I felt threatened is perception. It's perception. Right. What was happening that made you feel threatened? There are some acts, some movements that, yes, that do demonstrate aggression. And I get that. But you're supposed to be trained. Yeah, but I think that, uh, just to play the devil's advocate, I think that if you think about, like, that's not the only incident that that, that, that cop has ever been in. You know what I'm saying? He could have been in situations to where maybe it did get a little closer than it should have gotten. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but how are so, you, you trying to justify that, those actions? I mean... Justify what actions? 
a, a cop who's shooting somebody just because he believes that his life is in danger or he believes I mean, because of what that, I'm saying is what I'm saying is if you if you feel like your life is in danger then you feel like your life is in danger you know yeah, what I'm saying he has like, backup you know what I'm saying he has people around him so that doesn't make your life any in any less danger I like the fact that you have body cam and the fact that you can you can see from from his perspective what was that that person doing to make you feel threatened because i'm sorry if if a person is in the house and you're looking through the window looking at this person so you've got a lot of distance between you and that person so let's say that that and i'm not saying that she did this by any means but let's say for example she did turn around she did look angry you still got space till she gets to that window and you still got a whole house between you. You see what I'm saying? So you have you have time to react, to make a decision, not just pop off some rounds. You see what I'm saying? And and officers are supposed to be trained to think in those type of highly emotional or highly, you know, our high adrenaline type situations so I, I get what you're saying yes you know it's a difficult decision to make and i'm not trying to make light of it but as the trained professional between a civilian and the police there's a standard for the police that we expect better from you and is it absolutely fair at all times it's not because nothing is absolutely fair but I expect better from my police than to just pop off a few rounds willy-nilly freestyle because you see somebody turn around or you see a person of color doing something or not doing something or just existing. You know what I'm saying? Or, or clearly trying to be passive. Yeah, I got a lot of energy on this one, folks. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, so, clearly trying to be, you know, passive and calm so the situation doesn't escalate. You know what I'm saying? And we've all been in that situation when you've been pulled over and you're like, you got your hands on 10 and 2, you got your interior light on, you're like, you know, hey, my window's already rolled down because I'm like the officer. I want to leave this situation the same way you left, breathing. Mm -hmm, you know, but even with all of that, we still end up getting shot and killed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we on our end, you know, you can't keep saying, well, if you did this, if you did this, if you did this. Nah, we, you can't you can't blame the victim on some of these every single time. And in most of these cases, it's not the victim. You know, I'm not saying it's all officers, but you know, it it they the one that had the gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is, all I'm saying is that, like Francis. Okay. What you, what you saying? Man? Like Francis, I've been punched in my face before, right? So if I'm in a situation, and what the hell did you do to piss somebody off that made them feel like they had to punch your ass in the face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a teacher. I look at, I'm not a teacher, I'm an interpreter. I look at the, the what happened before that, before that to what caused the reaction. All right, good, you said that. All right, so listen. Like I said, I've been punched in the face before. So, so now, 
whenever I'm in a similar situation and it seems like me getting punched in the face is a possibility, I'm on edge. So if you make a move, I'm probably going to flinch. You make a move, I'm probably going to, I'm, I'm probably going to, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, reach out first. Because I've been I've been in a situation where I, I I've been punched in the face. Right. So that's all I'm saying about um, certain situations. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what um, you know a person has had going on. You know, on a particular day or what they've been through. Like I said, a cop could have. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, a, um, a cop could have walked up on a on a car and you know people up and fired on him. You know what I'm saying? So right. he's automatically on guard. You know what I'm saying? Right on drop. So you can have something. You can have a hairbrush in your hand. I don't know. You know that cop may not know what it is. All he knows is I've been in this situation before. With this type, you know what I'm saying? And it's running through your mind like deja vu. Right. You know what I'm I saying? agree. That's all I'm saying. That it, it, uh, they say she was playing video games. So just playing the devil's advocate. What if? All he could see from that distance was when she turned around, she seen a she had a black joystick in her hand and that's all he saw was something black. But you still should announce yourself. But he but if they're going to do a wellness check, they didn't go because um shots were fired. They didn't go because of suspicious activity. They didn't go because of a disturbance or something like that. It, it was it was a wellness check because they, they noticed her door was open. I know, they didn't so had you uh, came to that door and announced yourself, you know, I'm not saying, you know, just walk in willy-nilly freestyle, but if you, you know, we've all been in that situation where um, you, you've noticed somebody's door is open in the neighborhood or something. No, I just don't walk in nobody's house like that. You say, I'm standing to the side of the door. I'm not even standing in the front of the door. I'm kind of like standing off to the side just in case you pop off a couple. They'll go straight past. I'm like, hello, I announced myself. You know, I'm your neighbor next door. I noticed your door was open. Everything okay? Everything all right? You announce yourself. That's old school home training. How many times your mama or your grandma say when you walk into a room, you speak to folks, you announce who you are? Mm -hmm. You know, so had you had done a basic, basic, you know, rule of saying, hey, you know, everything all right? You know, I'm not saying, you know, be foolish, but but don't look at, you know, a situation as an opportunity, you know, to rack up a body on your body count because you done killed a person. Mm-hmm. True. You know, there's, you know, there's, 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 there's ways to do things. There's, there's a high road, there's a low road, you know, and I feel like, you know, in that instance, you took the low road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, have y'all ever found yourselves in a situation with police to where, like, you know what I'm saying, like, almost close to that to where, you know what I'm saying, you felt like this is not going to be good. Oh, yeah. And you didn't do anything wrong, but it was like, like, oh, shit. Like, I've been in a couple situations. Um, For instance, I was driving my car one day. I didn't, I wasn't on the phone. I wasn't speeding. I was doing nothing wrong. I got pulled over. He said that my tag was flapping in the wind. He could not read my tag. Okay, cool. So he asked for my license, registration, insurance, and I gave him all of that. And I left out the fact that he was a canine cop. 
So normally they don't pull you over. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like a regular um, traffic cop. And um, okay, no no problem. So he started having a conversation with me. Next thing he you know was saying, get out your car, I want to search your car. I'm like for what? You know what I'm saying? And he didn't find Jack, but it's 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 a you know saying um, and then at this at this time, another cop pulled up. She got out. She went to my car. Looked in it. She left. Got back in the car. Left. Came back with a brown paper bag and walked over my car. And I guess, you know, saying God was looking on me because he waved her off. So they was, it seemed like they were trying to plant something in the car just to get an arrest. You know what I'm saying? So I could have been locked up for, you know saying, whatever they had in them. Cocaine, crack, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Weed and stuff like that. So a situation like that, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, like damn, though. So we're talking about not all cops. So we're talking about those type of cops that are trying to manufacture a situation to when things can go bad. And I kind of got shot in the process because I'm like, you know, that ain't my shit. You know, saying me getting angry, and it was like, well, he was acting such and such. We're acting erratic. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Were... I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm acting erratic because y'all trying to, you know, saying screw me up. Oh, absolutely. I'll never forget. I was in um, I was in high school and I just got my license, and um, it was me, my best friend, and some other friends from high school, and I think we were coming from a party or something. And uh, I I had rolled a stop sign. I ain't gonna front. I did it. And um, you know the cops pulled us over. And this was back in the days. And you know all my Detroit listeners, y'all know when they had the big foe. So they had the gang units, and those cops was riding foe deep at the time. Right. And um, you know they pulled us over. You know my usual. I flipped my interior light. Window already rolled down. Hands on ten and two. You know. And I'm like, you like, uh, you know, you rolled that stop sign. And I was like, you know what? My apologies, da-da-da-da-da. But by the time I looked in my rear views, I had the cop at the at the um at my driver's side door, the other two officers, double barrel shotguns pointed at my back windows. Wow. For a rolled stop. And I'm like dumping my whole purse out trying to find my license just, you know, like to make sure that I'm not moving too fast, that I'm not doing something because, yeah, because if them shotguns go off, you know, everybody gone. Yep. You know, and I'm like, okay. And after, you know, we all walked away, everything was cool, but we was like, okay, everybody getting dropped off. We all going straight home. I'm going to bed, and I may never drive again. <laughs> but um, you know, those type of experiences, you know, thank God we both walked away clean and and unscathed. But you know, but you just never know when you're gonna when when you're not gonna be that one. When you're gonna be that one that that gets caught up, or you get that officer that's that's had a bad day or you get that cop that that doesn't represent the badge the way that it should true you know yeah uh what about you ness any brushing with the law you know oh, yeah, yeah 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 absolutely i got a million stories where do you want me to start <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying see it, yeah it's it's a trend i mean you know it's it's one thing if you're up there dirty you're up there bad and and i know i know cops have to protect themselves because you got people out there that do wrong and 
they make a situation worse. You know what I'm saying? Drunk drivers, people trafficking drugs, stuff like that. So the cops have to be on edge. They have to protect themselves. But when you have people that are actually cooperating and then it goes left like that, that that's an issue. Exactly. Exactly. You know and that, that's the stuff we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And and there is there is a huge difference in and you know when someone's being aggressive and and you have to protect yourself than when somebody is, is clearly complying and, and clearly, you know, um following what what you know the officer says and yet they still want to pursue a certain a certain angle a certain tangent and mm-hmm. that's just it's it's just not acceptable it's it's just not acceptable and i think we're we're finally starting to reach a point where um that that people are are being held accountable for those situations yeah and it, they need to be Absolutely, absolutely, and they need to be held accountable so people can really separate the the few rotten apples from the whole bunch. Right, no doubt. Um, but on a lighter note, on a lighter note, I know people, our holiday our holiday show just yeah. got kind of dark for a minute. <laughs> just, well, we're, about, we're about to lighten up a little bit. We're about to lighten up a little bit because I just now got a uh, message Ooh. from a uh, from a viewer. Uh-oh. Um, in Richmond Hill. His name is... Should I say his name? His name is Jalen. Hey, Jalen from Richmond Hill. From Richmond Hill. Hill. He has a question for you, Nessa. Uh-oh. You're going to sign me a DM? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry so to put that a question out. for you, Nessa. <laughs> okay. Uh, his question is, um, what is your age range? Do you, do you, what is your age range? ha, <laughs> ha. For, for, for dating, yeah. Wow. He wants to know if he's, you know, if, if, if he's that, in that range. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. Usually. He's thirty. Oh 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 oh. God bless him. I'm so sorry, sweetie. I have to respectfully decline. Um. Uh, sorry. Legal. Sorry, Jay. My son is thirty-one, and my youngest is twenty-seven. Do you know the the beat down that I would get? Now my sons are are very cool. I love my sons like more than life themselves. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're you know we have we're able to have these type of conversations. And they're like, look, ma, we know you're single. We know you want your happiness, and we want you to find somebody. But they're like, you cannot. And I mean, my sons have never had that 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 man tone. Y'all know y'all got that tone. When when a man hits a certain bravado in their voice, you know, my sons have never took that tone with me except in this one incident. Mm. And it was like, you cannot date anyone that's in that is our age. There ain't no wrong with that. That's like, and I mean, I heard that tone and I had to I I had to bow up like you. What that? Like I'm mom. I gave birth. No. And I was like, oh, 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 okay. I had I had to back off for that one. So um, well, I I am flattered. I I really and truly am. Thank you for for making me your object of attention. But I I have to respectfully decline. Ah, too bad. But you didn't say what's your age range. Oh, okay. Let me let me say my age range. Um, either five years younger than myself, or how old are you? We're not gonna say that online. A lady never tells. No, okay. um, 
I will let y'all do the math. She said earlier she was 26. Give or take a a year or a couple of letters. With a 31-year-old son. You know what I'm exactly. I'm gonna let y'all do the math. Wow, no, you was getting it in early. Wow. <laughs> you know, hey, <laughs> just saying. No, but um, I'm gonna let y'all do the math. I was born in '71, so y'all figure out the rest of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah, I usually I usually like to keep it in that. No, no younger. It's got like five years younger, or maybe five years older. But yeah, that's 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 about my range. So you've never dated an older guy? I Even have. Even as a young girl? Mm-hmm. I have. What's what's the oldest? I think seven years difference. He was seven. older, seven years older. What about you, sweet? Um, that you dated? So no, no, just like I'm just no, 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 no. banging out. Dated. Uh, dated. Uh, out of high school, I was dating. She was, I think, she was twenty six, twenty seven. I might have been 17, maybe, yeah, yeah, I was 17. Mm. Yeah, she was about, yeah, 25, 26. Um, How long did it last? An hour. Was it R. (laughs) Kelly? Ah! No, her her name wasn't R. Kelly. Dead. No, no. Regina? (laughs) I will take my chalk outline now. Yeah, Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Just kill Um, me. So that's the oldest. I think the youngest I did. Mm-mm, don't say nothing that's gonna get you incriminated, bro. No, you know no, how no, they no. Look, they go after black men. I'm just yeah, saying. I, I was 21. She was 18, maybe 17, something like that. Don't say 17. 17, 18. Well, she's she was in college, so yeah. That was many many moons ago, anyway. Yeah. So you know, um, sexual limitations. How about you, Ness? Um, I dated a woman that was 13 years older than me. Okay. And at that time, I was, uh, how old am I? So I was 30, about 32 at the time. So she was about 45. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I think I was. 20. She was a cougar. Yeah, yeah she, I, I had, she really I had a was. Cougar. Yeah, I had a cougar. She, I was. Like she used to take her teeth out for me and everything. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just gummy you. Yeah. That shit was yeah, the best, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the best, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. Hey, at least you didn't have to. Goddamn. At least you didn't have to worry about getting scared by the teeth and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you're going to keep talking. And you're going to keep talking. Yes. Since this is a podcast, I already did the mama backhand that's on the right. side of his head. But he, he didn't feel That's it. always a problem because I got a little bit of girth on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you going to get some too. I will slap. Everybody oh, in this motherfucker. Back, Everybody can get some. She, she back saying for me, but you just said you did not chop him in the throat when you said that. You don't say nobody gonna Because I couldn't reach. I couldn't reach the throat at that time. Let me finish. I, I was 22, 23, and I think she might have been 37, 38. Mm. You're lucky so, I ain't got no house shoes. Everybody would have been in trouble. Uh, Everybody would have walked out with a black eye. Okay, so so yeah, question for you. Um, that's I guess in all females. Um. You know, you know, um, y'all require men to put down a seat after we take a piss. But why don't y'all pick up the seat after y'all finish for us? It's my goddamn house. Why why gotta be one way street? It's my goddamn house. No, I'm saying No, if it's my house, like for real though. If it's my house, my rules. And if I require my seat to be down, bruh. Put the motherfucker down. I'm saying, I, but damn. I so mean, you're married now. No, no, when I was married, 
Did you put the seat back up? No. No, you know what? When I was, honestly, when I was married, either way, you know, he would leave the seat up. It didn't bother me because it's our house. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit more mindful and making sure, you know, I just don't back up, you know, hot to go and, you know, hey, let me check first because it's our house. So Th- that's different. So when you go to somebody else's house, it's the their house, their rules. However, I however it was when I walked in, that's how I leave it. Okay. Mm. Have you ever fell in before because you didn't look before you sat? Once I did, <laughs> I did, and he got a wet ass in the face. I promise you, because oh, I was in my house. Nice. But hold on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just sat on his face afterwards. So you sat on his face? No, I put my wet details, ass in details, his face. Details. What's the difference? Like, not set on his face like we about to get busy. Oh, like, no, my my wet toilet water ass yeah, just went that. on your cheek because you didn't put my seat down. <laughs> I don't care about that. It's, I, I don't care about that. If you sit on my face, I don't care what's going down. <laughs> and happy holidays, folks. Because this is what you get on the holidays <laughs> when there's a lot of drinking and cigars. But no, uh, so what is, what is, what is, what is what is one of your biggest pet peeves in a relationship? Um, somebody not being considerate. Like, um, like case in point, like if you have to get up early than me because I have to, you know, you have to go to work first and I can still sleep. Don't fucking wake me up. Don't be turning on lights and shit. You know, um, I lived in an apartment where, you know, the bathroom, you know, the, I had a uh, in on really tax. Oh my gosh! No, only mm. only the queen can tax. Mm. Only the queen can tax. Too late. Know your place, peasant. Go ahead. Know your place. Damn. No, that's why he got the wet ass in the face. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. That's not the punishment that I think you think it is. <laughs> Dealing with you too. Those are facts. But um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, now that we're able to hear you're here, and we can clear something up because she tried to clown us, mm-hmm. calling us pervs when we made the comment. <laughs> Damn right. So yeah, please clear that. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, and reverse it. Yeah. For all you listeners, mm-hmm. um, we were what were we talking? We were talking about uh bathroom mm-hmm. bathroom and, and and gender assignments in bathrooms yes. mm-hmm. and um I, I cannot take full credit for this comment i have to get a shout out to my girl miss dryer because uh she she is a um she is a, a frequent listener she 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 loves the show and thank you for loving and supporting us dryer you my girl we playing tennis this spring we for real holla anyway i digress and um we were talking about the show one day at work and she was like, girl, I thought you was going to bring up the point that um, some of these kids will dress up in, as, as the same gender to go in the bathroom to have sex. And I was like, for what? Like, really? And she was like, girl, yeah. So that's why I was like, I, you know, and I had never heard of that. I'm not saying just because I haven't heard of it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. But I was like, dang. I was like, so my my co-hosts aren't aren't the only pervs. We don't know. No, absolutely not. Oh, well, I never thought y'all were the only pervs. I just, y'all were the, like, but, yeah, perviest yeah. pervs closest to me. 
I still made them. I still may be the pervious perv next to you, but well, y'all two can have that that perv battle without me. How about that? All right. Go ahead, continue though. Yeah, clear clear the air. But um, yeah, she says that that is that is a problem apparently, and so that is uh, another reason. And this is in in a school type setting. Let let me emphasize that. Just because, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in the outer world, but this is the context that we had our conversation. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but she was like, yeah, so like they'll, you know, boys will dress up like a girl to get in the bathroom. And then when all the other girls leave, they just gone and and do what they going to do. And but I mean, in high school, like sex in places is like rampant and. They don't realize that they there are cameras like in hallways and in other places. So, yeah, they'll go out on the baseball field or wherever, and yeah, it can be pretty. That can be a pretty awkward conversation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. That we've got your child on film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but see, they didn't back in my day. Exactly, you know, like back in our did, day. I'd be all over Instagram. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I'm gonna take my chalk line outline over there because you just you just killed me. This distressed yeah. and drag. Oh, <laughs> but yes, I, I yeah, you're right. I, I do want to clarify. Yes, you're not the complete. Oh no, person. don't do on us now. <laughs> oh well, fine. I can go back to the backhand. What did you hug? Which one you want? Yeah. Well, yeah, if I got two, yeah. okay. So let's let's take this one unless it is okay. I'm just saying because I, I you know I'm just. Yeah, sorry. I can. You can rub the other shoulder too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So while they over here giving body massages and shit. Um, Awkward. <laughs> 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 oh, I think we actually got another um, message from another. Um, oh Jesus! Another listener also. I shall was, take another sip. It was a, actually a piece of relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Right. This ought to be interesting. Um, it's a girl. Hey sis. It's a it's a girl. Her name is uh Sarita. Hey Sarita. Her name is Sarita from um she's she's actually from Detroit actually. Woo woo, D in the house. <clears throat> if you say so. Big um, D. I got enough backhand for everybody. <laughs> but yeah, um you don't so get a backhand, baby. Sarita. Everybody gets a backhand. Sarita from Detroit. Um, <laughs> Whatever she said, she asked. She said that uh, her and her boyfriend have been together for a while. Um, she likes him; he's a really nice guy and everything. But um, uh, they're having sexual issues. I'm to so where, sorry to hear that. You yeah, do. to where uh, he's um, not able to last that long. Oh my! So she wants to know if you have any advice as to. What, what, what she can do to help that situation? I would say the short answer would be more foreplay. Because with that, more, more other things, because then um, that gives you more time to have more enjoyment. And then when you finally get to get down to business then it might not be such an awkward moment because that moment didn't last as long as you wanted it to 
So I think if you're doing other things to to stimulate you, and then so when that time comes, it won't seem like that's it, you know, because that I'm sure that can be like kind of kind of messed up for a man's ego, mm-hmm. like to be like, bruh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh well, um, I'm gonna take a shower now. So you know, just let yourself out. But <laughs> you know, I I think the sh- the short answer would be yeah, more more f- foreplay and um, don't really and just and be in the moment. Don't don't concentrate on that moment because then you start to put that that pressure on each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just just to be in the moment, enjoy the other things that can lead up to that moment. Mm. Sweets, you got any advice for? Mm. I guess I'm on the same lines. Um, I guess more for him, if he gets to that point where he thinks he's about to bust, mm-hmm. change positions. Mm-hmm. Um, count sheep. Mm-hmm. Do something that kind of... Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. You know what I'm saying? Austin Power reference. Yeah. Come on, stay with me, people. Mm-hmm. Stay you know with saying, me. Um, introduce some toys to the session. You know, to, to try to prolong it. You know, what I'm saying why she. You know, what I'm saying still able to stimulate her without you getting too excited too. You know. All right, Sarita from Detroit. Pace yourself, Jim. Shoot, pace yourself. Yeah, Sarita from Detroit. I got some great advice for you. Uh oh, hold on. Because I think what the problem is is. He's just getting a little too excited, you know what I'm saying? Um, getting, you know, a little too aroused. Uh, I don't, I, I don't think that um, more foreplay is the answer. What I think you should do is uh, I'm probably. So what I think you should probably do is uh, not look as sexy. Um, don't brush your hair or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't shave your underarms and shit like that. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So, why, Lord, so that he's why? not looking at you as being as sexy. So he's oh, not wow. as aroused. You know what I mean? Like, get in the bed with your holy grandma. Uh, month top that time of the month panties on. You know what I mean? With Have the stains in them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that hey, way don't be hating on the period, Penny. That way he's not here. as turned on as he normally would be because then if he's not as turned on, then he's, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to, you know what I'm saying, be so ready to bust. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be kind of hesitant. Like, do I really want to do this? And that's what you want. You want him in that, do I really want to do this type of type of area? You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what I would suggest for you. You know what I mean? Like So and eloquently put. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You kind of have a point. But you just went about it like just with a bludgeoned axe, with Sarita. just a, with a dull axe. I mean, Sarita, listen to me, Sarita from Detroit. But she, she, I mean, a pussy tell him big nest. Don't don't hit me. Tell tell you hey. knew it was coming. Yeah, you knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell your boyfriend big nest, hooked him up. <laughs> oh Jesus, I'll, I'll take my chalk outline now. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no, don't listen to this. Please don't. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Anything, anything Advice given this on podcast is for recreational use only. <laughs> <laughs> it should not be looked at as absolute solid advice that you should pattern in your life on. <laughs> and the, the views expressed by Ness are not the views expressed by Ness. <laughs> now that we have satisfied our legal responsibilities in this. Yeah. We're hitting that, that time of the mark where it's time to give some shout outs. So who do y'all want to give some holiday shots out to? Um, Black Santa Claus. 
That's Black what's up. Santa Black Santa Claus. <laughs> Black you know who I do want to shout out now that I think about it? I want to shout out uh, UMA. Urban Mentor and Mentor Association, yeah. and it's headed by my guy uh, Trey, Trey Singleton. Singleton. Yeah. So I want to give him a shout out. He's doing a really good thing, mentoring young men, and uh, uh, you know, trying to you know set them in the right path, get them get them in you know in, in the right area. You know what I'm saying in their life or whatnot at this time. So I definitely want to give him a shout out. He's always uh, been that type of guy. So definitely want to give him a nice little shout out. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. No doubt. Yeah. Um, I don't have a specific person, but I just want to give um, shouts out to all the people that recognize and do something to pay it forward this holiday season. No doubt. You know, there are so many things that are going on. There are so many people in need during these holiday seasons. And there are so many people that step up and volunteer and mm-hmm. and and organize and plan and, and serve at food banks and, you know, collect toys and and do all the behind the scenes work so those type of events to happen and it's a lot of work you know coordinating and asking for donations and timing things and and doing those things so shots out to everyone that thinks of others during this holiday season and coordinates plans or volunteers at any type of organization that serves others during this time. Y'all y'all got mad respect from the SOP. Shouts out to y'all. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Any other shout outs y'all got? I think uh, that's it. I think that's about it. All right, I wanna uh I wanna also um thank all of our listeners for listening. Absolutely. Um and again, you know, like we uh like the other listeners that called in, I mean that uh, you know reached out <clears throat> to leave messages or whatever. Um, we want to thank y'all, um, Sarita from Detroit. It was woo, woo. I say Jalen mm-hmm. from yeah. uh, Richmond Hill. Yes. Um, thank Sorry, you. Sorry, Jalen. Find someone in your age group. She'll make you happy. <laughs> I promise you. Don't give up and be persistent. <laughs> They're giving after a while. But she said, "Is your dad single?" Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, I will choke you later. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <He liked it. laughs> but, um, the safe word is cucumber. <laughs> but yeah, we also want to shout out Chris Barham. Thank you for uh, sharing with us your uh, favorite cigar, Demetrius Moten, Mark Christmas from Hot Ash. Hot uh, Ashes. Hot Ashes Cigar Lounge in um, Decatur. Oh, Riverdale. I'm sorry. Yes. Riverdale. Um, uh, Riverdale, where Decatur, it's greater? Decatur, that's greater. My bad. Okay, whatever. Too much, yeah. too much alcohol. It's all right. Okay. All right, no driving for it's you. It's all ATL. <laughs> no, no driving for you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we want to thank y'all, like we said, for, for listening to us. Happy holidays, everybody. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, SOP Podcast, Smoke One Podcast on Instagram. Leave us an email podcast ntv at gmail.com yes you said it you said what is it i said it right it is you just made me mess up <laughs> it is smoke one podcast ntv at gmail.com okay that's good that sounds good yeah, <laughs> yeah merry christmas y'all be safe
cake for the holidays. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But uh, until then, we're going to smoke something. And drink some. And say whatever is on our minds. Thank you for coming out. Happy holidays, everyone. Good night. Yeah.